Welcome to Webcology. Webcology is the show that takes you into the deepest and darkest ends of the ecosystem on the internet. Our guides will take you on a journey into web marketing and bring you the experts and the information so that you can further explore the web marketing world. Now, here are the hosts of Webcology, Jim Hedger and Dave Davies. Well, welcome to Webcology here on MasterRadio.fm. This is Dave Davies from Beanstalk SEO, joined not this week by Jim Hedger from Digital Always Media, but instead uh, the, the always enjoyable to chat with uh, Terry Van Horn and David Harry. Terry Van Horn uh, from SEO Pros. Dave Harry, SEO Training JoJo. How's it going, gentlemen? Good. <laughs> Oh, so, yeah, let you go first, there, Terry. It's going <laughs> great. Yes, it's wonderful. It's awesome. I love being prepped for these shows. I'm you know all fired up and ready. Been sitting here all morning waiting. <laughs> <laughs> well, just just so our listeners know, uh, about five minutes ago, I uh, had this uh, realization, and and Brasco as well, uh, that Jim Hedger, who is uh, speaking right now. Uh, in Toronto, uh, was not going to be co-hosting with me. So big thanks to Terry and David for uh, for manning up, stepping up, and uh, and, and agreeing to come on on uh, on short notice. Um, I know I was really happy as you guys because I know we can uh, we can chat news and, and we can rag the puck here and uh, and get a, a good uh, enjoyable hour of uh, of information for our listeners. Um, we're getting get, get the chat room up too. You know, I'm so busy here. <laughs> good God. <laughs> It's a happening place. So we, we, we kind of, uh, fortunately, you guys uh, you know, both have, uh, have chats going on Skype, that, uh, so I have a chance to kind of keep up with some stuff that, that you guys are doing. Um, I know we, you guys have, have chatted SMX already, um, but you know, for, for our listeners, you know, they, they might not have you know, been, been party to that and, and fallen in other areas, so, and we'd be remiss not to, not to jump in. I mean, Matt, uh, Matt covered some stuff. Um, that, that I think is of interest, and uh, you know, I know you guys have, have chatted about this at length, so I, I'm looking forward to getting your guys' take. So let's uh, let's start if we can, because Matt Cuts is always a always a hot topic. I mean, it's it's you know, you, you, you take from him what you can. Um, you, you listen to what he says and go, okay, well, what can't he say, and and what is he not saying here? But uh, you know, it's there's so the usually some useful Isn't that the Matt Cutts reading art is to get between the lines? You know, <laughs> it's also where the tinfoil lies. You know, every time Matt puts out a video, I'm like, okay, here, I'm some SEO is going to start saying this, and the tinfoil comes out. Uh, you know, like the one that on patents he put out a while back. Someone. 20 minutes after he put it out, he, sure enough, someone said, okay, that patent he mentioned in the video that we shouldn't be paying attention, we should be, yes. Right. <laughs> oh, God, here we go. I mean, yeah, you know, in defense of those people, when he came out and said you shouldn't be buying paid links, what was this, circle like 2005 or something like that, paid links aren't going to work. Well, we can kind of understand why people might go, if he says it won't work, it probably will. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, and you know they they work for quite a while. Most of them are being spanked right now, as we all know. But uh, you know they 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 work for for a chunk of time. Um, so what I did think, you guys I think? Take? I think a lot of that crap works. It's it's more of a matter of what risk you want to take. You know, <laughs> is this a client? Is this your? You know, are you an in house? And you better not be messing about. If you're churning and burning, I'm sure those guys are still happy, right? So. 
You know what, and, that, and that's a good point. We often talk about, you know, is, is Black Hat bad or is Black Hat dead or, or, or those sort of things. Um, you bring up a good point. I mean, in, in my uh, affiliate marketing days back in, in the early 2000s, um, I had a very different approach to risk tolerance than I do when I'm working, you know, now with clients. <laughs> it's, it's a very different thing. Um, so, you know, you, you bring up some good points there. Um, would you say, well, let's, let's start on that. Would you say from a, from a black hat, white hat kind of perspective, I mean, you know, there's some algorithmic updates confirmed over, over the last few days and stuff like that. We've been seeing a bunch of them rolling out. Um, would you guys say from, from your experience, it's getting harder? Is, is it hitting that point where it's no longer worth, um, you know, pursuing sort of the unethical strategies because they're so much harder to do now because, you know, Google's getting better at weeding out crap links. Um, but it's getting so much harder to do. Is is it just diminishing returns now, or, or are there still some good strategies out there? And I'm not saying you're saying, yes, you should do these black hat strategies, but is it something that's going to just die off naturally now? I don't know if it'll ever die off. You know what I mean? There's always going to be people doing it and trying it. And, and I guess, Terry, it's about scaling, right? <laughs> if you could scale yeah. your, your hacking and link spamming to a point where it, it's scalable again, then I guess then these guys will still be around. You know, Terry's been watching the payday loan space for the last three days and odd things have been going on there as well so yeah a lot of it has to do with uh how much uh is the query space worth like there's times when it's totally worth it to churn and burn look at payday loans for ever since the penguin update one guy's probably gone through a lot of sites but he's made a hell of a lot of money and that's where what it comes down to in fact the uh if you look at uh, that query space and know what was going on before, after Matt mentioned that they were going after certain query spaces and mentioned that one specifically, not a trace of that guy anywhere. Yeah, one, of the payday, one of the payday loan spaces this morning, we were seeing an Act Joomla site. <clears throat> and it was a sports team or something, wasn't it, there? It was some sports yep, team. Yep, there was a sports or... team. Yeah, yeah. In the U.S. results, there was two results from the U.K. And there was two results from Wikipedia and the uh, government consumers website, which should tell you yeah. they've changed the uh, – Dave knows more about this than me. They're kind of changing the uh, – the transactional elements in yeah, the, yeah. those query spaces. Yeah, what we were noticing, Dave, was was a part and parcel. Again, we're trying to figure out what spam actions they're taking. So when they say they're going after space, we're going to watch it for a while. Um, and you know, we'd known it before. Both Terry and I have had clients that have you know gotten work from us in that space. So um, we started watching it. And one thing, totally probably not related to Penguin, that we're seeing. But again, Matt had that video that a bunch of stuff's going to be changing in the next coming months and this summer and what have you. Was um, Kind of how they're doing the, the query analysis, meaning how, the, you know, before you put something like payday loans in, you would get pretty much all transactional, wouldn't you, Terry? You know what I mean? There was A none of the knowledge of it. stuff. You didn't see yeah. any wiki at all. So what we're noting now is is in in the core term like that, what you're seeing is a lot of what, what I would generally term as knowledge graph stuff, meaning there's wiki entries, there's uh, government informational uh, web pages and stuff like that. Um, if you start running that, if you now take that query and put find in front of it, meaning you've taken a generalized query, turned it into a transactional query, all that stuff disappears. So it looks like in some of these query spaces, and we looked at some other ones, that what Google has done is probably limited the threshold as far as 
at what point do we not do we assert that it, we're not entirely sure what this query space is so we're going to insert a bit transactional results a bit of this uh, informational stuff a bit navigational and and so what we kind of saw was it, yeah if you you had to actually turn the dial on the query itself to turn it into a, a transactional query to actually start seeing what we used to see before so and if you kind of knew what the guy who was targeted in the payday loan space uh, that guy was basically outrunning Google. In other words, he was building spam fa sites faster than they could find them <laughs> and well, using the temporal elements in the uh, universal SERPs to get his stuff in there. One thing that we noticed that went beyond payday loans that it seemed like the temporal elements had been uh, kind of throttled, throttled down, down some. Because uh, yeah. another space that we watched where we were kind of dominating using all temporal signals, uh, it got clobbered. Well, yeah, and, clobbered, and again, that, 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 could be that could be QDF stuff. Uh, sorry for people listening, that's query deserves freshness. So that could even be partly penguin, meaning um, the the amount of equity a link passes over time depending on a query space and the area. Yeah, but after penguin, this query space didn't change until this change the other day, specifically mm -hmm. meant at these certain queries that we'd be talking about. So again, back to the question of risk. Is, again, if you're in house, uh, you know, and you want to lose your job, go ahead. Um, if you're at an agency, <laughs> If you're, if you're running a, a large, really We've well, seen it, Dave. Uh, you're running a large, really well um, blue chip <laughs> agency. You probably don't want to do this kind of stuff. <laughs> um, but uh, you know, again, it's it's risk. It's always been risk reward, and I, I think again, spammers will adapt eventually along the way. But uh, you know, if is it wise to be doing it with clients' money? Probably not. Probably not. Um, no, that, that's a good point. Now, during that, when, when you two were chatting there, it, it, it made something really, really sink into me and, and, and an interesting question. You guys have done a lot of research into this area, clearly. If you started seeing these hacked Joomla sites ranking all of a sudden, um, and, and I assume that these are, well, one an example you used was it was on a sports site. Um, well, clearly this website is going to have very little anchor link relevancy. I mean, this is a sports site. It just happened to be hacked, and now it's in the payday loan space. And right. well, a lot of guys when they're doing black hat will f will funnel the links. You know what I mean through intermediary yeah. locations. So it's entirely possible why it's ranking is because it's got a lot of links going to that page, which he then hacked and then put his own link to funnel that equity back out again. Yeah. Right. And so Joomla, <laughs> uh, Dave uh, and I constantly talk about this one as well. Joomla. Uh, security-wise, has been under attack since, well, first one I saw was that Christmas, and it was nasty. I mean, I was finding the links and the text on Google, but I could not find it on the website, and I could not even find it by retrieving the same page with Googlebot out of uh, Webmaster Tools, which should have, uh, if they were testing for uh, Google bot to 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 uh, inject the uh, bad links uh, that should have uh, triggered it, but it didn't. But you could find this stuff was nasty. It 
basically was killing this. And, and you know, I'm not usually the tinfoil guy, Dave, but I, I, you know, we've seen it in the past where there's been major updates and they kind of slide other things in under the radar while it's going on. So <laughs> they're entirely possible. <laughs> Could be some other stuff going on right now, just for the tinfoil uh, fans out there. Well, and, uh, you know, and, and uh, you bring up a really valid point there. And I mean, you know, even Google will say they're firing through hundreds, right? And they just, you know, the ones that we notice are, you know, the ones that are uh, that are a little bigger or that are announced. So um, you're right. Easily they could be doing uh, doing a couple. It could have been uh, hours apart from each other and they each did, a, you know, a, two different pushes that were just so close together that, um, you know, they, that's, they that's looked. Terry, they looked Terry, years ago, Terry years ago coined the, the phrase SERP out, which means look at your SERP. Your ranking tools aren't going to tell you when the, the, the nature of a query space changes, you know. That's true. That's true. You'll see the drop, but uh, but not. So I guess that lends itself very much to uh, you know pay attention and keep reading, which is why you guys are are running these tests and why um, you know we all spend you know so much time you know pouring over um, what other people have found and uh, and running experiments ourselves. Yeah, I like going right to uh, Google to look at results too. Yeah, you no see some very mistakes. interesting things. Like uh, today, when I looked at payday loans. If you look the piss, excuse me, the the very light yellow texture around the sponsored ad, <laughs> almost invisible. Uh, yeah. I had to look pretty. I had to put my glasses on to actually see it. Well, you know what? That's a crafty thing. That some of the things that the FTC should pay a little more attention to, in my opinion. Terry, we also have our British friend there. Uh, well, our Irish friend yeah. work worked with the site who's got the British problems. They got I was looking at their penguin stuff again last night and it's all pretty decimated. It's quite ugly over there. So yeah, we you know, we've seen people getting hit by it. Um I guess we're supposed to be talking about Matt, but okay. I guess that you know the, the only thing really Matt got into over there was I, I think the stuff about the disavow tool. And I, I guess, you know, I've always had that kind of argument, Terry, about, you know, I, it, same with Steve, that, you know, why not just disavow everything and, you know, what's the point of the disavow and the snap? Uh, Matt mentioned one thing I hadn't really seen written anywhere in the, I watched the whole video there with uh, Danny Sullivan. And he was saying that, you know, if, if you, they didn't make you jump through some hoops trying to remove links, um, then every spammer could just basically press, you know, push the threshold, reset, go and disavow and start over again. You know, Reset. and so yeah, that was the first time I'd heard a sensible explanation from anyone on it. And I've talked to John Mueller and a few others about it, and never been satisfied. Uh, we, you know, I can understand that. We discussed it on uh, yeah, our yeah. show, Dave, or at least I've been a proponent of. Uh, well, let's teach him a lesson, you know, because it seems to me SEOs don't really shy away from the spammy techniques unless they see people getting beat about the head. Right. <laughs> Well, no, I, I think I, I completely agree with you guys, and, and we've looked at, I guess we kind of knew it, like we knew that you need to put your work in, and you're right, it makes perfect sense, if all I had to do was push the envelope, um, and then, you know, you hit the penalty, and, you know, you disavow the ones that you know are complete spam, and hey, there, you're back again, what is possibly to dissuade me from pushing the envelope, even on client side, why would I not want to, for their benefit, push it when I know, hey, when we get caught in, right, you know? We'll just pull back a little bit, and we'll we'll disavow them. Everything will start where it, you know, would have been, uh, and you you know you go back to the rankings you would have had, but you never would have had those better ones. 
Um, so you're right. I mean, it's it's. Uh, I think it was a great explanation. I completely agree. Um, I, I think actually, what I'm going to do, I'm going to take us out because we were about due for a commercial. I would love to come back and chat disavow a, a little bit more, but uh, Braska is going to start harassing me any second now if I don't take us off to commercial. So um, stay tuned, folks. Just a couple minutes of commercials. Got to pay some bills. We're going to come back with Terry Van Horn and David Harris. This is Dave Davies from Beanstalk SEO here on Webcology on WebmasterRadio.fm. Sit tight and don't move. Webcology. We'll be back after this short break. I'm John Ball, and I'm one of the founders of Page One Power. Page One Power is a custom link building firm based in Boise, Idaho. We increase search rankings and web traffic for world-class brands and mom-and-pop shops all around the globe. Our link building strategies work because we focus on relevancy and quality, and we don't outsource anything. Our in-house staff of professional writers and researchers is the best in the industry. We're the link builders you've been looking for. Visit us today at pageonepower.com. Ever wondered how you could have access to your own SEO expert, paid search specialist, or social media wizard? Looking for help with your affiliate, display media, or email marketing? Look no further than the folks at Fang Digital Marketing. Fang Digital specializes in both paid and organic search, social media, display, and mobile advertising solutions, and is staffed by industry veterans from Google, Yahoo, and one of the industry's most influential PPC experts. Fang Digital's award-winning staff stays on top of the latest in digital trends and offer tailored solutions so they can audit your progress and build a roadmap to your success. Learn more about their expanding range of full-service strategic marketing solutions at fangdigital.com. That's F-A-N-G digital.com. Aim clear. This is how you sell with social. Have you tried to do CPA conversions using social PPC and failed? You're not alone. These days, Facebook, LinkedIn, and YouTube require true specialists to dominate. <laughs> Aim clear. The agency brings definitive psychographic targeting, bleeding edge creative, and killer content amplification to the social advertising table. Aim clear. This is how you sell with social. Aim clear. This is how you sell with social. Who dares enter the sacred and awesome presence of the everlasting know-it-all, Yoga? My name is Barry Schwartz. I am the keeper of a greater magic, a power known throughout the universe as the... The Force? No, the Schwartz. It's something to check out. Discover the power of Barry, Rusty Brick Schwartz, and the Search at Your Roundtable on The Pulse. The Pulse. On demand anytime. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Never underestimate the power of the Schwartz. Commercials off. Now back to Webcology, only on webmasterradio.fm. Here are the hosts, Jim Hedger and Dave Davies. Welcome back, everybody. Thanks for staying tuned. This is Dave Davies from Beanstalk SEO. Joined today with uh, Dave, or, uh, yeah, David Harry uh, and Terry Van Horn. David Harry from SEO Training Dojo. Terry Van Horn from SEO Pros. Um, we left. We're talking about disavow. Uh, you know, it, it's funny. It came up on a show. Uh, I think the first show that, uh, or first time we had you guys on, we were doing a roundtable. Um, and I think, Terry, it was you who'd mentioned action items. So we're going to cover one right now. Um, and, and we were talking disavow. When you're doing a disavow and, and going through this process, coincidentally, we're going through two of them right now for some clients who got themselves into trouble and, and came over. Um, 
what process do you take people through, or when you're consulting people on this one, what process do you do you advise them on, and, and how should they go about things as, as they go through? And one of the questions I get asked a lot, and uh, I'll be interested in your advice, is once you get to that end process and you've done your disavow, do you do a, a reconsideration request after that, or, or just leave it at the disavow? Okay, okay. well, this, this, that part's easy. Um, if you don't have a manual action, right. see, once upon a time, we used to hate getting uh, unnatural links messages, right? People would mm-hmm. be terrified. You know, you got one of those, you'd freak out. At this point, you'd rather have one. <laughs> okay, and here's why. Because uh, manual action, you're going to get a notification through Webmaster Tools, except the most egregious cases where you think you're really a badass spammer, so they're not even going to talk to you. But according to the 95% of the time now, you'll get a message saying that you've been manually affected. Uh, at that point, you can start removing links. You can do your disavow, and you file a reconsideration request and start continue the dialogue with Google. Now... Penguin is a totally different animal because, again, <laughs> I've argued with John Mueller. I haven't really talked mad about it, but, um, you know, they call it not a penalty. How, how it's not a penalty, I'm not sure, but uh, it's not a penalty. So um, this is algorithmic, meaning no recon, set, recon requests are not required and useless. You know what I mean? Because someone there in that department will look at it and say, sir, we have no record here of a manual action. A reconsideration request is not required. So... Penguin's not in that situation. You, you know, the original advice, I think, was, was trying to remove the links, then was disavow, and now it's a combination of both. But I, I think that, you know, I'm, I've also got someone who's come to me recently and asking for, you know, a quote on some forensic work. And the first thing I told them, because they were already, you know, oh, gonna, I got this person, they got a quote for $4,000 <laughs> for something to go through their link profile and file a rec- uh, 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 wow. dis- disavow. It was for that friend of ours, Terry. Someone who oh, really? That. Someone quoted that, that price to them, yeah. And uh, <clears throat> I was like, well, okay, the first thing you want to do, and I'll give this advice to anybody listening or any clients that, that you might have, is do nothing. Calm down. <laughs> Breathe. <laughs> okay, because the disavow thing isn't going to have any effect until Penguin runs out, comes out, you know, is, is refreshed. You know, the, what's the last couple, Terry? Six months, four months, something like that? Yep. They're uh, going to be a while between them, too, by the sounds yeah. of it. Yeah, so, you know, the first thing you got to understand is you you were in the penalty box for somewhere between three to six months until the next refresh comes out. So that that's a good and a bad thing. Obviously, it's bad. Like it's, uh, isn't that what uh, Matt's has kind of said in the past on an unnatural alert that you're going to be kind of in a doghouse for at least six months? Unless they left it, yeah. You know, yeah, we've yeah. seen partial, so, partial lifts and complete lifts, but it refreshes. If you do nothing, it'll ref- um, it resets after six months, but it may come back even worse. But Penguin, yeah, you're you're pretty much done. So at this point, you, you want to nail down everything. You know, has there been changes on the site? I know I have redirects gone wonky. You know, nail everything else down first that could possibly be have caused the same sort of effect. You know, it's that old it's that old. Uh, Sherlock Holmes thing, you know, what it, remove whatever, you know, is improbable and what remains must be the truth kind of thing. So you've got some time. So the last thing you want to do is run out and start disavowing everything that looks like crap. Because you want to identify what key, you know, if, once you nail down the on-site, then you want to nail down what keyword baskets, what anchor, you know, what are the relations of anchor text to that? What's the internal linking to the page? Because our friend there, you know, did a redesign, Terry, so the internal link structure is all different. There's 120 different redirects. You know, who knows what's going on? <laughs> it's like, yep. So yeah, you know, you, you don't run out and disavow. It's a, probably you know near the end of the list of things to do. Well, actually, uh, they've said all along too. Uh, the best thing to do is a link removal. So, link uh, uh, disavow should be like there's no uh, nothing else I can do 
other than disavow this link should be last resort yeah. on your list. And yeah, and that's it. Take care with it. You know, don't block a whole domain if maybe just one or two areas you think might be a problem. Generally speaking, See, now, page, you know, it, it's interesting you say that because now and, and, and interesting about it, all. Um, you know, disagree with Matt Cutts at times, but then you've got Matt Cutts came coming out and saying, "Go in with a machete." <laughs> just you know, just go in domain hole. You know, don't try and uh, don't try and be a sniper with your links and and that sort of thing. Um, what do you what do you take from uh, from what he's uh, sort of getting at there? And and are there times where you're right and times where he's right? I mean, he's having to make global statements, and you can be a little more specific on stuff. Well, I'm I'm hoping what he's saying is if you are a piece of SEO, you should be able to look at the profile of whoever it is and know which ones are crap. <laughs> <laughs> really, <laughs> you know, right and there, that's you know, uh, the crux of the problem. Yeah. That's yeah. kind <laughs> of the crux of the problem too. It got Barry, started. Who, by Terry, Terry, who should you never have removing your, uh, assessing your link profile? The guys who made your life <laughs> profile. Yeah. The last <laughs> one deciding true. whether that link stays or goes. Because to admit that he should remove it is to remit is to admit that he didn't do his job properly in the first place. The first and a lot of people what uh, we had this talk on our show, and it basically came down to how did we get here? Well, we got here by the old credo of it works. Well, how well is it working now? I think we might want to start future proofing a little bit. <laughs> you're, you're just talking crazy there, Harry. So we, we should plan for long term. <laughs> which which m- m- many of us have. Oh, you know. Yes, uh, heaven forbid we keep it on tomorrow. <laughs> um, you know what? I, I, I gotta, sorry, go ahead. Said I silenced everybody with common sense. <laughs> it's amazing how that'll happen sometimes. Um, now, uh, David, you, you'd posted into into the the Skype chat here, but a, a point I, I I'm glad that we're uh, I'm glad that we're getting to um, bounce rate. Um, to me, I read that and when this could be misunderstood um, and uh, at, it, at its core, I, I don't know. I fundamentally agree with, with Matt saying, although we may not be, we may agree on the it's not your specific bounce rate per se because there's queries where high bounce rate is a fine thing. Um, but, but, but what do you take? Do, do you agree with Matt on, this, on, on his recent statement that they don't use well. bounce rate as a factor? Again, it's not a recent statement. It's kind of a rehashing of a very ongoing. Old <laughs> I started writing about. I started writing and, about this. Uh, the but. other thing, too, is in that video, he did not really talk about uh, bounce rates. He was talking about user behavior, user behavior right. which is a little bit different than bounce rates because user what behavior a- also includes. The clicks that happen well time, on It's well-time, page scroll, yeah. adding the favorites, everything in between. Yeah, it's what they call... Lots uh, of things. Dave, it's what they call implicit user feedback in the information retrieval world. And right. it's always been a highly debated thing because in smaller-scale environments, say a corporate search um, uh, program that's written for just an inside, like an enterprise search feature for a corporation's uh, net, you know, it can work well there. But, but in testing on larger-scale 
search engines like Google and stuff like that, you know, it's very hard for them to get a, a strong enough signal from it because you, you don't really always know. You know, I, I think Steve used to give that, that one example, Terry, about the page that answers your question. As soon as you get to it, boom, you bounce back. You might go to a second one and confirm it so you don't know. But user behavior stuff in general, if it's scrolling, if it's clicking, if it's it's hard for them to really, really get a strong enough signal for them to trust. And that's always been the case. And, you know, I mean, I remember asking Matt in 08 when I was writing about it, and he had the same thing to say back then. So it's actually not new. It's just, you know, I, I think something Terry and I end up talking about a lot is that, you know, you take the, the links away from these, the, the, the average SEO, he doesn't know what to do next. So His toolbox is suddenly he's the guy with a hammer and everything looks like a nail. Listen, <laughs> 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 so, uh, user feedback in general, including bounce rates. I, I've always traditionally been, been a problem. You know, Matt did go on in that conversation to talk about um, when they had the little plus one things on, on the surface themselves and, you know, what's to stop people from manipulating them. And, you know, it's a noise to ratio kind of, a noise to signal kind of thing. So. The other thing, too, is, Dave, that's not just uh, Google and Matt saying that. That's kind of the opinion of uh, the yeah. whole. Yeah, that, uh, that's research uh, papers at uh, Stanford and, and, and yeah, MIT or wherever, you know what I mean? I, yeah, this is a consensus in the industry, in the information retrieval the academic world, not just right, Google. Right, right. Yeah, for sure. So you would say, I, I guess, and, and it's funny because I've always considered bounce rate async, but among among others, and it's it's probably I think Matt and I would probably agree on this one that it it is a useful. He's not telling people to ignore no, no, their bounds rate, not, not no, just we're for not users. suggesting that people don't. What we're, what we're suggesting is that it's not a ranking factor. Now, if you really want to be a sneaky little SEO and, and think outside the box, um, anything along those lines, caring about the user behavior, becomes a UX thing. It becomes a usability thing. And if people like sites and they use them and they enjoy them and they find, then they do share them and they do do things. So you will have an SEO benefit in, in almost a tertiary kind of way. Yep. It's like having great customer service. You know, people talk about you, go to Google Local, and they, re, you know, review you or whatever. You know, there are tertiary and secondary uh, benefits. Or it's uh, it. like where people are saying, uh, oh, you add uh, uh, mark, uh, semantic mark up to a page, and it, uh, hey, I'm getting more traffic and stuff. The, the rankings are rising, et cetera, and attributing it to that. Well, how about about more people clicking on that link? So, of course... Uh, because of the stars for the review, right? Uh, right. You've got SEO to take more into account than just what's staring you in the face. SEO correlation. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> well, and I think that's a great point. And, and, and you, you list a, a great example. I started with a great example there, Terry, is, uh, is using the markup ad what's, yeah. uh, what's causality and, and, uh, and what's coincidence out of, out of this entire thing. Do you rank higher because you went through and you, know, you added your schema.org? And Terry, I know you love schema. Um, or yeah, are I'm you ranking higher because you clicked uh, a bigger fan of it now because it's basically a way to get into the uh, knowledge graph a little easier. So it, it has a place, I'm sure, you know, could, it would be better if they were kind of a little more open, but uh, that's always the case in this business. It becomes clear. yeah. Isn't that a tough one too? Because we all face that reality and go, "I wish you could be more open," because we just need some answers. But if you were more open, it would be abused 
to the nth degree. So I get why you can't tell me, but gee, I, it sucks that you can't tell me. Um, we won't get started on the not set, not provided data. <laughs> oh, good God, no. oh good God, no. but, but again, again, like, again, that SEO thinking outside the box. First thing Terry and I realized when that started happening was, well, at least we know now what percentage of this client's market is logged into Google. You know, like what what opportunities, what opportunities do we now have with authorship, with other things to actually bump ourselves into page one through personalization? You know, if you've got a a client site that Terry, I think fifty percent or someone the most recent you were talking to me about. You know, you got something like Terry's most recent. It was fifty percent. Well, you know, fifty percent are logged in. You've got a quick way to start bumping yourself up to page one. Now you start messing around with some universals, maybe news, maybe video units. You know, you could start to get a good presence on page one, where it could have taken you years before in the past. So it's 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 again when a door closes, a window opens. You got to say, okay, well, what is this not provided? Because you know, we built a custom segment that now when you know we click on our not provided report, it shows us the pages that are getting it broken down, and you can pretty much guess what the queries are going to be to those pages fair enough okay mm-hmm. groovy yeah you know so so you there's an opportunity there but again you, if, if all you've ever done is you know go out and do directory submissions you're not going to think like that are you you're just going to bitch about where's my where's my keyword data you know? <laughs> not that you, if all you were doing was directory so let's be honest you're probably not too worried about losing some <laughs> keyword data <laughs> well but you know what i mean like the, the, the limited <laughs> mindset of a lot of people in the seo world tends to be like that it just <laughs> means that you have to kind of look uh uh, a little bit further than uh, you know, agent web ranking to you know get data. Uh, I I found it quite uh, interesting in that uh, with that uh, personalized uh, traffic isolated, I was able to really get in touch with uh, my geo distribution on this product, which. Uh, it's kind of like a local service, Dave. So that was pretty important to me, knowing where uh, my sets were coming from. Uh, that, you know, I wouldn't have looked for that data if it hadn't have been for the not provided. So it, I say Google taketh and it giveth, you know. <laughs> uh, that altruistic Google, yeah. um, always always looking out for you. Um, you're right, and, and I did find during that during that whole um, catastrophe, it forced me to start playing around with advanced segments to try and figure out what percent was branded and which weren't to this not exactly. set data and which, stuff like which, that. You know, you should, most people should be doing anyways. You know? Well, that, you know, good call because now I use it for other things, but that's what forced me to start using it. <laughs> Um, that's good. Well, now I'm going to take us out. I, there's, there's some more. I, I've just, uh, I, we could have a two, three hour show here. I'm, I'm getting the gist of now because I keep getting off what the next thing I'm going to chat with you guys about is, and uh, and chatting about other useful, uh, useful stuff. But um, first, we got to pay some bills here. So this is Dave Davies from Beanstalk SEO, joined by Dave Harry from SEO Training Dojo and Terry Van Horn from SEO Pros. Be back in just a couple minutes. Sit tight and don't move. Webcology will be back after this short break. Building better search engine rankings takes the right formula. Tracking those rankings is super simple. All you need is authoritylabs.com. Authority Labs uses automated daily rank tracking tools to monitor your site's performance or leverage their API to build your own tools. 
No matter what animal-labeled algorithms affect your ranking, you should be using Authority Labs. Unlimited users for no additional cost and white labeling can help keep your clients updated and save countless hours of creating reports. Whether you're running sites with just a few or millions of keywords, what you need is AuthorityLabs.com. Time now for another exciting episode of Face of Analytics. Brought to you by AnalyticsSEO.com. In our last adventure, our hero was fending off his evil nemesis, Rhino the Algo. <laughs> That ruthless rhino has updated the algorithm again, and our website is falling down the rankings fast. Have no fear. Use our automated SEO tool to stay updated and to monitor your site with detailed reports. Or use our multi-site project management tool to manage all of your sites to stay on top. Take it from our fearless friend and be your own SEO hero with AnalyticsSEO.com. My name is Jim Gray, and I am a judge of the Superior Court in California. Did you know that since the federal government first banned marijuana in 1937, that usage in this country has gone up by about 4,000%? Or that an American is arrested on marijuana charges every 38 seconds? If you are wondering if any of this makes sense, you are not alone. To find out more, contact the Marijuana Policy Project at 1-877-JOIN-MPP or visit them on the web at mpp.org. Ready to learn to be a mass marketing mastermind? Get schooled on how to be inboxed. You've got, you've got, you've got mail. Our hosts will show you how to deliver on email marketing strategies without going postal. Ah! Inbox, on demand anytime inside the Internet Marketing Channel, only on webmasterradio.fm. Commercials off. Now back to Webcology, only on webmasterradio.fm. Here are the host Jim Hedger and Dave Davies. Welcome back, folks. This is Dave Davies from Beanstalk SEO, joined by Dave Harry, SEO Training Dojo, Terry Van Horn, SEO Pros. Gentlemen, we've had a, a lively chat, and we've gone all over the rainbow of, uh, of different things here. Um, something I want to ask you guys about, um, Google's under fire again. Uh, for well, what's what's deemed uh, in well, I guess I'll, I'll buy Jessica Lee over on Search Engine Watch calls it uh, providing easy access to prescription drugs. Do uh, do we care? Is this is it even a bad thing for Google to to take this on? But if they do, then someone turns around and says Google's policing the internet. You know what I mean? I don't think Google's going to win for losing on that kind of stuff. Yeah, you know, no, you're right. if they start making ethical decisions for us, then we're going to bitch about that. So you know. whether it's right or wrong, never decides yeah. what gets printed, what sells. Get decides what will get printed. Do you think that uh, if she said uh, Google is doing a good thing by having prescription ads, that that would get the same reaction as saying that they're bad for doing? It? Right. Yeah, right. It's a little bit of attention bait there, you know, I guess. Yeah, it's oh, and- like saying SEO is dead. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> where's, where's Jeremy Shoemaker? Uh-oh, really? We got to say hello to Eric Wu real quick. He's in the chat room bugging us. Okay, there you go, Eric. Hi. Hey, Eric. <laughs> well, hey, we Eric. Nice Eric. He's the smartest SEO we know. So. Yep. Technical yeah. genius. Technical. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, oh, anyway, well. um, yeah, yeah, you know, I, I think that's just like Terry's saying. You you could put any anti Google, and and it's the same on on Search New Central. You know, anything that's uh, you know Google at war with SEO is guaranteed a whole bunch of tweets this and the next thing. And hey, you know, I don't think I don't expect Google to make the moral decisions at this point. No, not me. No, 
No, and is is that uh, is that right? Are there areas? I mean, well, let's go philosophical here for uh, for a second. Should they? Are there areas where Google should uh, make uh, make decisions that are that are based on on ethics? Is there information that I shouldn't see? Or, uh, or that I should have promoted. I think you should leave it to the government in question. If it's Canadian government, yeah. American government, whoever they they can, they've got CRTC and everything in place to deal with this kind of stuff. So, hey, uh, don't uh, discount. Remember uh, when the uh, pharmacies were at the height of the their popularity in Google and whatnot, right? Mm-hmm. They were actually causing drug shortages in Canada. That's so, true. That's true. I remember uh, that. They they do need to watch it, but I don't think it's at the point where it was, uh, you know, every other email you get is uh, for a pharmaceutical company. I mean, yeah, yeah. It but was yeah, so yeah. like that for a few years. End of the day, man, I, I, I would prefer they don't because that's a whole new can of worms I don't want to get into big brother-wise. I think the governments of each country should uh, mandate it and deal with Google themselves, you know. Okay, so I... Your local politician, don't bitch at Google. (laughs) Now, what would you do in a case of a, uh, like, should Google push the envelope in a country like China? What what do you do do there? That's their business. The Chinese uh, look after things themselves. Again, my, right, so, my own personal opinions don't really matter. <laughs> I don't think. <laughs> oh no, and I, I'm not asking for a personal. I'm asking for a like what you think should be done with with China for sure, because that's you know that, yeah, that's, I, I, that's again, a conversation for a different each, show. Each region should deal with Google in their own way, and, and I think that's yeah. where it's got to come from. You know, you want to bitch about Google? Talk to your local politician. Don't sit and write out because Google doesn't care. They, you know, they're they're mandated by the American government to do everything in their power to turn a profit, right? So. Or they're going to get yeah, sued, they're sued by they'll get sued by their shareholders. So you know, yeah. <laughs> that's reality. So yeah, yeah, very very valid point, um, and, and an interesting dichotomy because they shouldn't sell prescriptions, even though that's highly lucrative. But they need to turn a profit. And <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. And, and again, that comes down to your country's governing governing bodies over that kind of element and corporations, not us in the industry uh, or those of us that are fans of information yeah. retrieval, you know, and I don't think guys like Matt and uh, Emmett Singal and that care about that, you know, and I've talked to guys that are in, in the various engineering departments, I don't talk to the other people, you know, there's lots of things they'd love to change and do, but it, it all comes from the sea level and what are, you know, what are they going to do, you know, and, that, and so I, I, I'll leave it to the governments and the corporate types and just stay around looking at patents all day. <laughs> Dave, from the days of uh, pharmacy before where everything went up unchecked, right? Yeah. That's changed on AdWords. Uh, when I was working for an agency, we were working with uh, clients in the pharmaceutical industry. And I mean, these weren't even like drugs we were talking about. It was equipment and every ad was checked by google manually wow yeah yeah they're so that. It, they're paying attention. Like, yeah they're paying attention so i think if something does get through it's had a little more scrutiny than in the past gotcha well i'm not taking maybe that's a detriment because if something does sneak through they've lost plausible deniability or can just say, hey, it was an idiot working that day. <laughs> it has been sacked. <laughs> yes, that person, it's like the SEO, right, with the bad links. We've now sacked them, so move on. Um, have you guys uh, used Waze? 
I think I'm pronouncing that right. Oh, Waze, the, one that the uh, recently bought? No. That's no. the one, yeah, for what is it, one, uh, 1. 1.3 million? Yeah, or a billion, yeah. sorry, not million. I, I was speaking in I real people terms. I billion anymore, come on. It's like, yeah. I think uh, it was billions, wasn't it? It anyway, sold for about a billion, yeah. give or take. Well, a little bit less than what they paid for YouTube. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I hadn't used it till till I till I read about this and was like, okay, well, what is uh, what is this thing? Um, I don't see a billion dollars there, but <laughs> I do um, if, if that's going to uh, stop uh, Apple from fixing their map. And there was my question is, is this an acquisition for their own sake? Because I can see some limited additions that they could easily have their developers build into map or <laughs> as you called it. It's, a lot of Wait, times it's team members too. It, it, yep. it, you know, a lot of times it's the people on the teams. You know what I mean? That, that they buy up. You know, they're looking at the who, who, what, what mind share and what, what brains they can bring in. Because so many, you know, over the years, so many things get folded in and turned into something else, and you just never know where the technology ends up. You know, like the, the first, you know, you, I guess you look, look at the phrase-based stuff. You know, Anna Patterson, she was, her company was bought up. Then she went out and started Cool, if anyone remembers that old search engine. Yep. And yep. Then, she came, then she came, you know, that didn't work out, so she went back to Google. And, you know, I don't think they bought her search technology nope. origin, originally to incorporate it whole and part, you know, into the algorithms. They were buying her to have her work on other things on the team, you know. Yep, same with Ariane. Uh same yeah, people. Orion, Orion guy. Yeah, oh, Orion. Wow, yeah. Orion. That's Orion. going back in Ori, time. Ori, Ori, Ori Maybe a Dave, that's what we live off of history, man. <laughs> hey, come on, got to remember. There ain't Orion. much that's two between the two of us. Ori, Ori Allen and the, the Orion algorithm stuff. You know, one of the things this kid had developed when he was at the university in uh, Australia was what he called no-click searching, that the search engine would actually bring you back the information you wanted. Well, what do you think the knowledge graph is? <laughs> you know. still how about the new image stuff where less and less they're right yeah they, they google slowly but surely giving you the answers or giving you what you want as opposed to taking you to the website and and that was the whole premise of what this kid had developed in university you know he had filed three patents in university and the day he got out google bought him and and the patents and took them down <laughs> you can't even find those patents anymore and he, neither bill and i had a copy of them so yeah and also <laughs> if you look at the technology that uh, Waze is, it's basically crowdsourcing uh, addresses and locations. So yep. if you look at uh, Google Maps, uh, it always has my address on the opposite side of the street of what it's actually on. So, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. do, do we think this will be some sort of big new product rollout? Probably not. It, you know, it'll get rolled into other stuff, you know. Well, you're right. and there is something to be said. I mean, for for a product that fundamentally, like now that I've used it, I say it, fundamentally it does kind of the same thing as Google Maps, like on my Android phone. Anyway, uh, but for some reason, fifty million users have found it superior to Google and Maps. That's, that's also people who want to take a stake in fixing Maps. Yeah, right. That's fifty million users coming with that application. So that's nothing to be sneezed at either for a mobile application. No, no, no. That's uh, that's entirely true. It's going to be interesting to see how that plays out, and it's fun. I, I don't know if you guys are, are are the same, but I love when you get a chance to play with the technology as I have now and then kind of watch. 
That would require <laughs> phones, uh, smartphone. I don't have one. I don't think Dave has one. Either. Oh, we got a couple of Androids in the house, actually. Oh, okay. There you go. <laughs> not me. Not me. Just the, the no, no not daughter. Dave. He's like no. me, old school. No, yeah. if, I'm leaving the, if I'm leaving the house, the whole point is I don't want anyone to find me. That's know? right. So, you know, <laughs> bye-bye. <laughs> I'm not taking messages right now. <laughs> well, you know what? I suppose there's an argument to be said for that. I'm not sure what I would do without mine. Uh, I guess, uh, you know, I'd, I'd probably have to interact with people. <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah. It was shame, huh? We managed Whatever. to avoid that, too, Dave. Sorry. <laughs> Well, I was sitting on a patio. I sit on a patio at a local pub the other day, and I was talking to Justin, who's Irish, and so you know he's quite against all this too. That you know, there's four, four, four of us sitting out there, and three out of the four, you know, meaning everyone other than me, was heads down on their little phones. And I was like, well, what has happened to the world? <laughs> you know, I used to come out and talk to people. <laughs> I'm, I'm now out of my house. I'm in a patio. I'm having a beer, and I still got no one to talk to. They're all right. on their little. <laughs> it's cheaper. Just buy beer. Go at home. Sit on your wow, phone. That's it. Uh- <laughs> Uh, all right. Well, you know what? I, I'm I'm so appreciate that both of you join me today. Well, I'm, I'm getting the message from the studio. We gotta we gotta wrap up here. So it's been absolutely fantastic to chat with you. I'm gonna drag you on the show again, um, and and uh, you know, it, of course, attending your uh, your hangouts when uh, when I get the notification of the next For one. But... Anybody in Toronto tomorrow at yes. three o'clock or three thirty? What is it, dude? I think it's three thirty. You think? You're still, okay, you got to get that down. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. tomorrow, SES Toronto, if you're in Toronto, Terry Van Horn, the man himself, will be talking about video. And yes. My first month. presentation, Dave. I don't just get to sit there and look, uh, you know, like I <laughs> I actually have to prove it this time. Oh, <laughs> good luck. <laughs> yeah, Toronto folks, 3 o'clock tomorrow, head down to SES. Well, I'll tell you, I, my appreciation for people who do uh, lo- these long presentations has grown. After. <laughs> uh, well, good luck tomorrow. Um, this is Dave Davies from Beanstalk SEO, joined by Dave Harry from SEO Training Dojo, Terry Van Horn, SEO Pros, also speaking tomorrow at SES. Good luck. Thanks for tuning in, and uh, see you next week. This has been a presentation of WebmasterRadio.fm, the world's largest business-to-business radio and podcast network. We welcome you to sample past episodes of this program, as well as our complete library of programs, on demand or on the air via our 24-7 live audio stream at www.WebmasterRadio.fm. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited.